Welcome in, everybody, to the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy. I'm Jeff Joniak with you till 8 o'clock tonight after the Bears lose to the Green Bay Packers up at Lambeau. Uh, we'll hear from Chuck Pagano at the bottom of the hour as we break things down. Uh, good evening, Matt. I-, I know you were fiery this morning. You're probably fiery right now as well. Uh, you woke up this morning with what kind of feeling in your belly? Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's not a good it's not a good feeling just because, you know, the, the sense of pride that we all have. And when you lose five in a row, it, it's never fun. And you know, no matter what sport or what game you play, you know, that's just that's just not what it's all about so um we gotta we have to there's nothing we can do but go out and do it uh no more talk about it we just gotta go do it you know as a head coach and coach period and a player you face a mountain of of challenging moments over your career you got 44 games into this thing are you at your most challenging moment as a head coach yeah for sure I think last year you know we hit we had a four-game losing streak and and what it was like to get that win and it just it makes everything go away for for at least a week until you get to the next opportunity so that's uh, that's kind of been the message. What it was yesterday, last night um, after the game, and and what it's going to be moving forward here is again we 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 lean in, we pull together with everybody that we have. We don't make excuses. Uh, we don't point fingers. We just jump together. We get back on the thing the next chance they give us, and, and we go out and we get a win. Raw after the game, uh, you mentioned you know team wide team wide defeat. Uh, a lot of it on defense, obviously the the turnovers on offense. A lot at play here. But you alluded to the messaging after the game. Can you share what the messaging was in that locker room? And you said your your players know it, they feel it. But what what was specifically the messaging from you? Yeah, just exactly that is to feel it. And what kind of pride do you have? You know, like it's uh, there comes a point where, uh, you know, we, we, we play, we do what we do. We coach, we, you know, we play, we do this game in the end, you do it to win. And, and so uh, there's going to be losses usually. And when you, when you lose, you got to try to figure out what's the why part and then you rebound from it. And so when, when there's, you know, five in a row, that's when, you know, there comes a point in time where you just say enough is enough. And I think that's probably the final message last night was the personal pride. Enough is enough. And uh, it's time that we go out there and just do it and do it with actions. Did you do all the talking or did any players step up and speak? No, I I didn't. I just did. I did some talking, you know, and and it wasn't any yelling and screaming. It's just real talk. And then um, we were able to uh, you know, to, to let the guys kind of talk a little bit. And Khalil had some, some things to say, and I thought it was really good. And that's why he's a leader. You know, he's been in this league a long time. He's been a part of different teams, win, winners and losing teams and uh, winning and losing teams. And um, I think his, you know, overall, his, his message was really, really good. Kind of what I just said, you know, about personal pride. And, and that's inevitably what it comes down to. You know, that's a benefit to have a guy like that because I believe he doesn't really do that often, but when a guy doesn't do it often, it probably has more of an impact. But you could even just see it on the field, you know, trying to talk to guys during the game, pulling guys away from conversations with the Packers. And he's not a guy that uh, he doesn't dance around on the field. He's all old school business. Is that beneficial to you at this moment? That's who he is. And that's how he goes about his business. And he, he does it with actions, so he doesn't have to say much. And I think those when, – when, when guys like – when leaders like him do speak, it means a lot more than the ones that talk all the time. And so that's, uh, that's kind of where, where we're at. And in this point in time, you, you want to rely on your leaders, and um, that's what we did last night. I think uh, this morning you, you really emphasized and underscored just the need to do more across the board, not as if people aren't putting in the work, but just do more, do the extra things because this requires – some extra attention. Who are you relying on specifically 
to also carry that baton for you to, to get the entire unit on both sides of the ball, all three phases, to do exactly what you're asking? Well, just the, it's the the really everybody. I mean, it, it's literally it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, you, you just got to dig down a little bit deeper, right? And not just the players, but the coaches, and and make sure we take a step back and put them in great great uh, positions. And then the players go out, and they're the ones that got to make the plays, and they're the ones that got to execute. So whatever it is, you got we all got to start with ourselves, and then we got to we got to uh, you know we got to just get that that confidence and that that energy and, and all that stuff that we've had, we just got to get that. And the way you get that is by winning. Do you feel at all the team has lost confidence? No. Well, I mean, they haven't, it's natural when you're, when you lose five games in a row, you start, you know, you just want to figure out, okay, what is it? And I think the biggest thing that you run into, and again, this isn't the first time in, in, you know, I, I was a part of this in, 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 uh, in another organization where you lose five in a row, we bounced back and won 10 in a row. And so, um, what happens is, is you just got to be able to understand that this is sometimes you get some crazy challenges and that we're in one right now. We're knee deep in one. So uh, the, the, the confidence part comes back by just one play at a time at playing well, trusting each other, trusting what, what's going on. And then again, ultimately in the end, when you, when you find a way to get a win, it just, uh, it takes a lot of that off. It had to be a jarring experience to watch a defense that you have a lot of belief in give up 16, make that 18 first downs in the first 36 plays of the game. Yeah, you know, that's just – it was uncommon for us. And, we, you know, the the Packers have a tremendous offense, and they've been doing really well all year long. Uh, But our standards with our defense, those guys, they're the ones that set the standards on defense. It's the players that set it. They have very, very high standards. So uh, I don't even need to say anything for them to know where we're at and how we need to play better. So that's – you know, everything I discussed this morning with the team – in regards to the and, and with the media is, is nothing you know that's that's no news to them we got tremendous leaders on, on that defensive side of the ball that care a lot and they have a lot of personal pride so I'm excited to see what they do this week at times though you do have to give a tip of the cap to the other guy and they did they did have a, a, a great plan that kept you off balance yes there were missed tackles sometimes out of position and and mistakes made but uh, in terms of that, do you think that the defense played on its heels a bit because uh, everything seemed to be working and they had they right down the middle on the opening drive, seven to run, seven passes. Each back had 17 carries. I mean, it was pretty yeah, 50-50. No, they were really well balanced and they were able to – they got us up the middle a little bit there, you know, with, with some of the inside zone stuff and the some of the, the, the wax and the back schemes that we talk about. Then they hit nakeds at the right time and then I thought that that third and – third and uh, 10 from the 12 yard line, you know, drop eight. And we had eight guys in coverage and, you know, he was back there able to just find Devonte and make a good throw and catch. And so, you know, you fight hard to get down there into that position and we gave up a touchdown. It was a little bit deflating and we had to come back and get a stop. Unfortunately we didn't. So again, you look at it, the other side of the ball though, too, is, is, you know, Hey, we said, you know, this, this offensively, you got to score touchdowns. And so even, even if it is a team like green Bay, where they're going to score points, right and our defense is going to have a, a game like that we got to offensively be able to match them trubisky in the short gun he hands off david montgomery blasting to the 40 like to the 50 to the 40 up the hatch 30 20 down inside the 10 david montgomery simply went north and south baby 
David Montgomery with a blast right up uh, up the hash marks, 57 yards, a thing of beauty, Matt Nagy's. We welcome you back to the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Learn more at whipfleet.com. Uh, nice duo there with uh, Cody Whitehair and Sam Mustafer clearing the lane, and he just went north and south. He did, yeah. That was nice early on in that to get one. It felt great, you know, and I know David was was really, you could feel the how, how – how excited he was to see that hole and just get vertical and made some nice plays there, being able to stiff arm and do different things. And uh, again, we want to be able to to finish that with a touchdown, but certainly a great start. Well, you look at that, and I'm, I'm sure you got all jacked up inside, but in, in the end, it was one of only 16 plays in that first half. Can't yeah, do much with you know, that. Yeah, 16 plays. You know, we had three three drives, uh, and and then after you know you look up and it's 27 to to three, and and that's when we ended up going down at the end of the second quarter and had the, the 14 play drive that resulted in a touchdown. So that felt good knowing that we were going to get a possession there to start the third, uh, which, you know, you go down there and before you know, it, you can get it to 27, 17 and have a lot of ball game left, but we just weren't able to do that in the third quarter and it, it got out of hand. And then before you know it, you're playing major catch up. Playing a guy like Aaron Rodgers, I know it's tenuous and it's only the first drive, but, is it monumental when on that opening drive you don't get the touchdown to cap it off because you had the juice, you had the momentum, Mitch is back, and you do settle for the field goal? What effect does that have? Is, is it psychological a little bit like, ah, we did it again, we didn't finish? Well, I think the energy was there, and that, that part was really good, but it's it's more about, uh, like you said, I, just just understanding, like, hey, we, we got guys and playmakers down here that we want to be able to make plays and, I, uh, you know, both really the, the even the throw to, to a Rob um, that he had as it came, came down, it got, it got knocked out. Uh, there's a little bit of a sense of that. Cause you want a touchdown, you know, you know, you're going to have to score touchdowns against this offense. So that's, that's the part there. Well, okay. You come back you get another opportunity and we ended up having, uh, you know, a penalty that uh, negated a, uh, some stuff, and then we threw that pick. And we knew we were going to kind of take some shots, and it just ended up uh, going that way for us. And the shots, uh, how would you feel about that in, in terms of uh, in Mitch's decision-making on, on on those plays? Yeah, he, he was uh, – you know, that ball there, the decision, uh, we knew that it was going to end up being a one-on-one throw on either the nickel or the safety uh, – the, the safety that's down. But that safety that played over the top, he ended up getting his, his – his, uh, he, he – he backpedaled and made a nice, nice play. And we wanted to kind of get that throw a little bit more outside, but it didn't end up that way. So we're going to take shots. And sometimes you got to be able to do that to stretch the defense. And uh, we had another one there. We had Mooney over the middle for about 20 yards and he slipped. So uh, we just got to continue to, to pick and choose when those come. You know, Tom and I got into a little bit of a discussion on the air about slipping. I thought there was a slippage on both sides. It looked like a pristine field. You know better than I. But um, when, when players slip, and I know some even at the high school level, coaches want no excuses for slipping. <laughs> but did you feel there was some of that, or was it some of it just some of the throws were not with the velocity or the the direction that, that needed to be? No. Yeah, no, there was slipping on both sides last night. I think there, there was something there with the, with the field. Because it was really, you know, it was offense, defense, and it was our team and their team. They were slipping too. So there was definitely something to that. We've known that in the past before, you know, and we, we were aware of that. And, uh, we, you know, we had the same issue last year. All right, overall, how would you uh, evaluate Mitch's performance? And is it is it worthy of a, another uh, start against the Lions? Yeah, I, w- I would say this. I think that uh, early on, I, I really liked where, where he was at. We became a little bit one-dimensional as the game went on. And that, that's 
to any quarterback in this league. It's, it's never easy when you have to drop back every play and make throws and they, they can just tee off. So decision-making, I thought, um, you know, he, he did a good job. There were some, some, some things here or there that, you know, you can always say are a little bit gray on where you go with the football, but uh, he did make a couple plays with his legs. The protecting the football and, and staying away from turnovers is important. And uh, again, we, we as a staff, myself, everybody included, will continue to just keep evaluating him see where Nick's at in regards to, to his health. But uh, as I said this morning, too, I, I feel like, uh, you know, with, it, it was it was certainly a game where uh, I know Mitch wanted to play better just to be able to help out. It didn't happen, but we're going to stay positive through it all. Six different group of offensive linemen in the first 11 games, fourth and four games. Uh, how did you think they uh, did up there in that reconfiguration? Were you, were you happy with generally the results of that? I was. I was actually really happy and pleased with the way that those guys played. I thought that they did a great job in the run game. They opened up some nice lanes. And then pass protection-wise against some of those, those defensive ends that they have and Kenny Clark on the inside, I thought they handled themselves really, really well. So um, that that was definitely a plus coming out of this. We feel good about where we're at with those guys, and I, I was uh, I was pleased with them. And Charles Leno hates missing snaps, let alone games. How do you handle that with the right toe? Yeah, he, he did. He, I, I commend him for doing everything he can to get back to the game. You know, there's a couple times he got pushed back. I don't know how much anchor he could put on that outside foot, but – um, again, I think each day he'll get better and better to be able to come out of this game with, with uh, really no injuries across the board as a positive. And uh, so that, you know, we'll head into this, this next game with, uh, with, with some guys that have finally played together. The Chicago Bears and Proven IT are supporting Chicago small businesses. Little Street Art Center is this week's Small Business All Pro. Visit chicagobears.com slash business all pros to learn more. With Bears head coach Matt Nagy, you, you, you consistently talk about persistence over resistance. Is this, uh, this term going to get a major workout from here on in? Because uh, you talked about things like personal pride. That's, that's always uh, a big thing, obviously, to, to focus on. But just the circumstances... And where we're at with COVID, and I mean, how do you make sure that the focus remains and have that persistence over resistance? Yeah, well, just like I said last night, uh, in regards to the the people that we have in our building, is for times like this, is being able to to rally around each other and and pull together. Um, when you don't have that, it can it can definitely go the other way, and that that's kind of what my messaging was for last night was, hey. Um, there, there's going to be some fire here. There's going to be some some uh, ability for us to be able to get out there and have some juice and energy and and get get that back. And um, and I just feel like with the the people that we have, the leaders that we have, the, the the culture of who we are. When you have times like this of lots of resistance, that's when you pull together and, and you you persist and you just keep going. You keep going, and it seems it can seem very frustrating, but you just keep going. And uh, that, that's where I have a lot of trust in our players and coaches. Do you feel over the time you've been here that when the noise starts cranking up, this team is good about the, the blinders and earmuffs and, and maybe now more than ever? I do. And, you know, we, 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 were, we went through this last year. And, again, all of this is, is because of everybody caring. You know, you, you know all, all the fans and all the, you know, the city and everyone cares. You know, you, you got you to love that. And, and so when they care, there's a, there's a, a feeling of let's go. And that, that's what I think is very important for us is to understand that and that we, we know that, we feel that, we want that, and we got to do it together. And so um, I, I really just believe that uh, that's where we're at, and uh, we got to just continue to just keep going and find a way to get a win. One thing I feel that uh, I, I don't often hear 
uh, but you also hold your coaching staff uh, accountable almost every single week with comments, and especially uh, this morning. How's that received, and do you guys have that kind of working relationship where, you know, you're the CEO of the football team, and, and they, they also have to do what you're asking the players to do? Yeah, no, they, they do a great job with that, and, and um, it's kind of the same deal with, with the players that we bring in. It's, it's very similar with the coaches, too, that we build these relationships and trust, and um, one one thing that I believe wholeheartedly in is, is a lot of pure, honest conversations. And I just, I don't believe in just saying things to people that, that I think they want to hear. I just tell them exactly what I feel. I really don't care um, if, if, it, if it hurts your feelings. I don't care if you hurt my feelings, but let's at least get it. Let's, let's see where we're at. And so that's, those guys, our coaches know that. And they, they do a great job with that. Um, they accept that, they care. And when you have that, it's, I, I feel like it's healthy and it helps you in times like this where there can be frustration. Uh, frustration, you, you need to have really great communication so that everyone's speaking the same language. And if you do that, then you know, okay, where we can get better, where, where we're not doing well right now, and then let's make sure we're speaking the same language. Some people can easily dismiss it and say, well, everything's broken, can't fix it. But are there corrections that are simple to complicated that are still on the table for this Bears team here in the final five games? Yeah, absolutely. And our guys know, uh, you know, with, with these final five games, uh, every game that goes by, you start losing the controlling your own destiny deal. And, and so, but we can't worry about that. And the only thing we can worry about Jeff right now is making sure that we have a great week of practice and then, and then we got to have those four quarters. And so, again, I said, it, it, talk doesn't mean anything. It, it's about doing it. So it gets redundant. Just keep saying it. Uh, it it's, it, you know, as a, as a coach, as a player, they don't want to keep saying or keep, talking about it they want Sunday to get here so they can do it we all want Sunday to get here so we can do it and and get back on track well you get the Lions week one a win in Detroit they come to Soldier Field with a a new head coach at the moment the interim coach Daryl Bevel uh, has been a head coaching candidate in his uh, his life as a as a very prominent uh, assistant coach throughout his career what do you expect from the Lions well again uh, first of all I know I know uh, Daryl Bevel well and I, I think he's a great coach a great person and a great leader and so uh, those guys are going to uh, play hard. And again, they got a, a great quarterback that I have a lot of respect for, Matt Stafford, great players on that offense. And then defensively, we obviously know that, um, that they're, they're always close games with us. And we've, we've been fortunate, uh, you know, winning those games, but they're, uh, they're playing tough right now. And so we just got to be prepared for anything and we got to uh, just go out and play a solid game. All right, Matt, have a good week of preparation and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jeff. See you. That's Bears head coach Matt Nagy. This segment of Bears All Access brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy. Visit athletico.com to request an appointment in clinic or virtually and start feeling better tomorrow. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Jeff Joniak now joined by the Bears veteran defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano. Good evening, Chuck. How you holding up, buddy? Because that was some kind of game. Wow. Yeah, no, that, uh, that's definitely one that, uh, that's, that, that, that stung, to say the least, and hurt. And uh, you could feel it, you know, uh, during that entire game on the sideline in the locker room afterward. We got a bunch of guys that uh, um, that are hurting, a bunch of coaches that are hurting because, you know, definitely, you know, on the defensive side, that that's not us. That's not, you know, what we expect uh, from ourselves, not what I expect from myself, what the players expect. Uh, we know uh, we're better than that. We can play better than that and we will play better and we will bounce back. But but that one stung, 
you know, especially in, in that game and that rivalry, um, you know, uh, that, 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 that hurts, but thank God it's not the last game and we got another, uh, another opportunity ahead of us and, and got full confidence in, in, uh, in our guys and uh, we'll bounce back from this and, and get back to playing Bears football. How did you personally take this loss? No, it kills you. It, it rips your it rips your uh, your heart out. It rips your guts out, you know. Because um, you know, you just you're looking for something. You're scratching around for something just to stop the you know try to stop the bleeding, um, you know. And it just it it just was you know one thing after a, after another, you know. And and uh, you know I got to be better, and I got to find a way to. Um, uh, to to do something, to cause something, to put these guys in position to stop the bleeding, you know. And then the hard hat falls on all of us at some point, you know. We, I gotta, I gotta make a, a better call. Uh, we we can execute better. Guys got to get off a block, make a tackle. Guys got to make a, you know, be in one on win a one on one matchup. And there's a lot of, there, especially against that outfit and that quarterback. I mean, I mean he's going to go down as one of the best to ever play and. Um, you got to do so many great things, you know, against them and, uh, you got to try to make them one dimensional. And we, we didn't, we, you know, we weren't able to do that, you know, so they, and then, you know, once we, once we got, uh, you know, so far behind, it was like whole playbooks open and do whatever you want to do. And, and that, that becomes, uh, extremely frustrating, you know, and our guys are, are, I love our guys and I love their fight and, and their grit and their toughness and, and, uh, you know, I just, I got to be better. You know, you kind of joked on Thursday when you met the media and I, I, I said it was one of the funniest quotes I ever heard. Cause it was, it was tongue in cheek with a, a little bit of, uh, of truth to it, but calling Aaron Rodgers, Michelangelo and Picasso and gosh, don't even want to go up there because there, there is a dread sometimes when you face great quarterbacks, in addition to the challenge of it, every player loves facing the very best, but uh, the way he's playing right now, this harkens back to his MVP days because he really was in complete control yesterday, wasn't he? No, he, he just, he knows, you know, and, uh, you know, you're in, you know, single high defense, you know, got an extra guy down in the box to stop the run. He knows, and he knows right where the matchup he wants to go, and he goes to it, you know. Um, he'll, you know, run away from a down safety. You're in split safety. Um, he, he knows that, and he knows exactly the matchup he wants, and he and he, exploit, he exploits it, and he's, um, you know, uh, he's so damn accurate and, and mobile. And right when you think you, you've got him, he gets outside, he, he breaks contain and runs for a first down. And um, you try some different things, some, some drop eight and, 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 you know, just to change, throw him a curveball, and a, a guy gets free and, and he, and he finds him and he, and he, and he throws it on a rope and, and finds, you know, 17 for the first touchdown. So um, he's as good as they get. And, and, you know, you got to be in such great sync and, and we've had success and this team's had success over the years, you know, against them. And, um, yesterday just wasn't our day. Did the running game make a huge difference. Yeah, there, no doubt about it. Cause you know, when, when that's, when that thing gets going, you know, and you know, it's second and four, second and five, those, those are hard downs to defend. 
The Chicago Bears Network presents Inside the Bears, brought to you by Verizon. Anthony Adams and Lauren Screeden cover the world of Bears football on and off the field every Sunday night at 11.05 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago, or watch anytime at chicagobears.com or on the Bears official app. Bears defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano with us, reviewing yesterday's loss to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Khalil Mack, uh, who doesn't often do a ton of uh, interviews, called this a low point. 52 isn't, you know, he's hurting. All those guys are are hurting in that locker room. And that's the great thing about the locker room that coaches built. You know, um, there's a bunch of high character guys in there. Um, guys that love football, guys that care and guys that, like he said, after the game that hate losing more than they like winning, you know, and, and it stinks and it stinks. And we didn't, um, you know, we know how tough this business can be, um, how tough it is and how hard it is to win, win games. But, uh, but yeah. And, uh, but I know this, they're fighters. You know, and they're and because they care and because they have character, because um, our coaching staff um, is led by a guy that that is a fighter and has character, and all of our guys have that. Um, we're going to go back to work on Wednesday, and and do the things that we need to do uh, to get out of this rut. Because the only thing that cures this is winning. You know, and all you do, it just starts with one. We got five games left, but the only thing that matters is is Detroit. And that's, that's the next one. And we've got to prepare, and then we've got to go play. And uh, we, all, we, all have to, we all have to do our jobs, and we have to, we have to do them better. And, uh, and we know we can. Uh, but that's the only thing that's going to get this, this bad taste, you know, out of our mouth, uh, the, that, that pit, that burning, that, that thing that's killing your uh, – just ripping your guts out right now, what's ripping his guts out and the rest of that defense and the entire team for that matter – is, is a win. Matt Nagy did talk to the media this morning, was very, very direct about the defense, was very pointed about it. Do you feel that the defense is strong enough mentally and with a bunch of leaders that you have on it to take that kind of challenge and to, again, get back to uh, the level that uh, is required really for this? This is, this is a defensive-oriented team at the moment until the offense finds its way. No doubt about it. And, um, you know, they, they, nothing is personal. It just is what it is, and the expectations are what the expectations are. And we all, we all know that, you know, what's expected out of a Chicago Bear defense, and that's week in and week out. And, and there cannot be no lulls, and there can't be a game like that. And so our guys understand that. I understand it. Our coaches understand that. And, and again, it's, not, it's, 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 never, it's never personal. It's just matter of fact. You know, and, and the facts were that that was that was bad, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I, I stunk and, and we, we didn't play well. And, um, you know, we we got uh, we got great care. Like I said, we got great character guys. We got great pros. Um, they're they're grown men and they, they get this business and they've been through the fire before. And we're uh, we're all getting tested right now. You know, and like I always said, you know, I'm, I, we've all been through some stuff outside of ball, some things that, that, that harden you, um, that prepare you for, for, you know, this game will prepare you for real life stuff because there's real life stuff coming. We just don't know when it's going to come. But circumstances don't make you, they reveal you. And I guarantee you these circumstances right now are going to reveal to everybody 
that that we've got great dudes. We got great we got great players and we got great men and we got tough son of a guns, you know, uh, on that on the defensive side of the football. And and we'll get this fixed. It's easy to say because he he is a great player and he demands uh, double teams and he brings fire to the table. But missing Akeem Hicks, especially with those runs up the middle yesterday, how do you fill the absence of somebody like Akeem Hicks? Yeah, again, you you look at the tape, and when you put the tape on, here's the technique that you need to play, and here here's what happened. And um, physically, we've got we've got big bodies. Big, you know, John was in there. Um, you know, Dan was in there. Big Herb was in there, um, and there was some really good football played. But then there was, like you said, we there was some gashes in there. We don't give up 150 plus yards rushing ever. We can't do that, and and that's that's not that's not us. And that's again, that's my responsibility to make sure that um, you know we're in the right the right personnel group, the right scheme, the right call. Uh, you know, and then it's everybody else's job. They know this. They tell you the same thing that. It comes down to really a simple game, blocking, tackling, throwing, catching, you know, communicating, you know, and you got to take on blocks and you got to get off blocks and you've got to tackle and you've got to be on, on, on the same page and you have to fit all this misdirection stuff. So it's all stuff that's correctable. It isn't like a, hey, holy crap, we got to start from ground zero. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show. It's brought to you by Whipley CPAs and Consultants. Jeff Joniak with Chuck Pagano, our remaining moments with the Bears defensive coordinator. When Devontae Adams, you know what he can do and you know how they deploy him because they move him all over the place and they did again yesterday. Created a lot of lot of matchups. How, how do you think that was managed? Overall, he didn't do a ton of damage, just that one play when he had six-plus seconds to throw the football on that drop eight. Yeah. Yeah. So again, we all know that, um, that play is going to get extended because you are, you know, rushing three and dropping eight. If I had to, had to do it all over again, I'd, I'd run the same, I'd run the same call, run the same defense. It took away everything. Now it's just a matter of, okay, once the play extends, now everybody's got a plaster. They got to find guys in their zones and they got, they got a plaster and they ran a route that was a little bit of an underneath route and then a vertical uh, by Devonte, you know, and um, nobody does, you know, the plaster drill better, the extended play better than, than that group uh, up in Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, you know, obviously running it at the quarterback spot. And shoot, we looked at it and, and we knew as soon as we come off that, that we can play it better, you know, but I, I wouldn't take that one back ever. You know, because I know, I know it just comes down to uh, they understand that it isn't the first three seconds of that call that matter. It's the probably the second three. You mentioned six, right? So the first three, um, they're going to run the route, and then it's going to be the second three. You know, and the guys, the three man rush, still working, trying to do a good job of of getting something on just to get them to throw it, and then have a body on that guy. Uh, so when the ball's up near, we can break it up. Do you have anything to draw on? from your coaching career that you could share with these guys to give them some boost here in the final five? Yeah, I, I think, you know, you can go, you can go back and just say, look, we play for, for a couple of things. We play for that decal, you know, on the side of our helmet, you know, the McCaskey family, we understand what, what, uh, what that means. We understand what Mrs. McCaskey wants and expects uh, what this, what our fan base um, uh, expects what this this community expects and then the 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 names on the back of our jersey you know and you're going to go through some adversity and you're going to go through some tough times every it happens you know every season you're going to you're going to face it 
uh, you know, and uh, now it's, it's, it's a matter of, 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 of pride. It's a matter of, of fight. It's a matter of, of sticking together. It's a matter of going out and pray, uh, you know, playing for one another. That old story, we, we show them that, that Derek Redmond tape about the Olympian who, you know, was, tra- you know, the British Olympian that he, he's running around the track, you know, he's in the semis getting ready for the uh, Olympics, you know, he's in the semis and he's got a great chance to win goal and he rips his hamstring. I don't know if you remember that, you know, and his dad came out of the stands you know, during, it was in Barcelona in 96, and Dad came out of the stands and helped him finish and get across the finish line, you know, and, and, and lost the opportunity, obviously. Uh, you train four years, and all of a sudden something like that happens. But the lesson that he taught the kid was, you know, you can take a, um, you know, you can take an A or you can take an F, but we take no I's in this family growing up. So there are no incompletes. So we don't take any I's. We finish everything. And no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what the odds are, uh, you finish everything. So our guys, our guys understand that. They know that. And, and we'll finish this thing the right way. And we got five games left, uh, division rival uh, at home against another great quarterback and a great offensive system, you know, and it's going to be a huge challenge for us. So again, tough times don't last, tough people do. And so we got, we got the right guys, you know, we got the right coaches, the assistants, and we got the right players and we'll dust ourselves off. We'll pick ourselves up and and we'll, we'll continue to prepare and we'll continue to fight and we'll go play well and we'll get this win. Great way to end our segment with you, Chuck Pagano. Appreciate it. Good luck in your preparation this week and appreciate you being on. Thank you. That's Bears defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano. That's a wrap on tonight's Bears Coaches Show. I want to thank our producers, Jordan Treadup, Dan Barilli, Andy Gersher, and Keith Johnson. For Bears head coach Matt Nagy and defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano, I'm Jeff Joniak, wishing you a pleasant good evening. This is News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM WBBM. Good night, everybody.